Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone gets a foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. At the top of all combat sports, you have boxing, you have UFC, and then the pinnacle, the crown jewel professional wrestling. And at the top of that, you have the hardcore aspects of professional wrestling where they say, fuck rules, we're using weapons. And we're going to figure out which weapon is the best of all time. Yes, as we are on the road to WrestleMania, it is time for us to really take a peek at our favorite topic and just and figure out why would you, why, who brought the first kendo stick? <laughs> like, good question. And why then after, I would assume after being hit with one, I would be like, hey, that person can't bring that ever again. And we're done with those. We're done having kendo sticks in wrestling. And they were like, nah, fam. But they sound so good. God, That's you. the beauty of the kendo stick. The crack that it makes, you can hear in the cheap seats. Oh, yeah. It's, so here we are, folks. We are in group B where we have the four seed kendo stick going up against the 13 seed chairs. And we have the five seed, the special item going up against the 12 seed tables. Let's just keep going with sticks and chairs here. Cause you're right. These are the two, these are your two, your noisemakers. These are your, this is your tambourine. This is your drum set. <laughs> this is the yeah, percussion, is percussion element. <laughs> the percussion section of the wrestling match is definitely the chairs and the kendo sticks. And kendo sticks. Cause this is, this is where the noise is going to come from right here. Is just in one of those like great moments, no one's actually getting that hurt. I was talking to a buddy who does do whatever form of martial art you would have a kendo stick in. Like he is trained to use it. And I asked him, I was like, how would, do you know like how the wrestling ones are gimmicked or anything? He's like, oh, they're not. You just get hit with one. I was like, how bad does it hurt? He's like, it's the worst pain I've ever been in my life. He's like, we don't, we don't try to hit each other with these. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of like a sword fight, you know, where it's like mostly about touching them together or like defense to actually hit someone is almost against the rules. And we wear a lot of protection to make sure we can get ta- hit with one of these. And you're like, oh, very cool. I've um, actually uh, in high school, I had a friend who had a kendo stick and, you know, for a fact, we wailed on each other with them. Why? What? Where were the Bro. parents? There should be. <laughs> you cannot parents who are listening to this. No world is there ever a situation where you should let your child have a kendo stick. It's like, I know it feels like nunchucks where it's like, they're not going to know how to use that properly. Like they're not going to actually use them. Right. That's what makes it more dangerous. You're like, you're a whale and probably hit themselves in the dick. Don't worry about it. This doesn't seem that bad. Look, it's just made out of bamboo. How bad can bamboo hurt? Bad dude. So we hit each other in the back. We took turns hitting each other in the back and it not only did the, sound was amazing but that crack leaves such a bad welt and if you hit it turn because it's like four sticks of bamboo kind of tied together yeah four like wedges of bamboo when it hits it spreads out and if it hits in a way where those cracks close on your body it just shreds your back skin we were bleeding so bad why are why are 16 year old boys the dumbest like I, I was 16 too. 16 <laughs> just out six, there. It is, it is amazing that more, that the amount of 16 to 18 year old boys that live, there should That's be, true. and I, I, there should be so few of us. I just think about all the ways and all the dumb things that I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to die anytime soon. So Dude, our generation, I'm sick of these boomers out here saying they were the tough generation. They were the strong generation. 
bitch. We grew up at the height of Jackass, at the height of CKY, at the height of the Attitude Era of professional wrestling. I guarantee I, you, you can find a boomer, and not a single one said they beat no. the shit out of their friend with a kendo stick. No, none we're talking rode down. None of them rode down Skyline driving a shopping cart and ran yeah. into a rose hedge. None of them. <laughs> none of them. I'm telling you, like, you also have to remember, too, this is the height of backyard wrestling. <laughs> like, which backyard wrestling, for anyone who doesn't remember, that was like what we all did, right? You know, you're you're with your friends, you're having fun. But here's the thing. Wrestlers train for years to do certain moves to make them safe. None of us know how to do that. So we're all just pile driving our friends because we figured out how to like with momentum, flip them upside down. We're like, great, I'm going to do the thing. And you just drop people on their heads, compressing their spines. We took the, like, chairs are gimmicked, right? They're gimmicked to be a little bit thinner and they make a lot of noise, but they're lighter. Have you ever lifted a real, like, steel chair? We did that. We hit people with those because we were like, well, that's most about what they're using the pros. No, that's not what they're using in the pros. Stop hurting each other so bad. Dude, we were so dumb. But here, the, yeah, the stick you, is boomers. great. What were I, you up to? Oh, I guess, wait, they did have real wars, huh? I was like, I was like, well, you, you didn't even fight in World War II. You're the, you're the product of, you didn't do shit. We were out here in these streets. <laughs> we, were we were on taking, the streets. We were taking choke slams to, to that's, that's what I'm saying though. We were doing that shit to our friends, put our generation in a yeah. war. <laughs> All right. The thing, I love the Singapore King, but if you have the, st- the steel chair is the iconic weapon of wrestling. It is the weapon. When regular people think about wrestling, they say, oh, the one where they hit people with chairs. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's the one I like. Yeah, that's my preference. (laughs) No, no, no. Not the one they do at the Olympic. The one with the chairs. Yeah, that's the one I like. That's the one. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's just the, it's so iconic, right? You see, when you see someone grab a chair and start clanging it together, you're like, oh, oh. It's something so primal about it too. You feel it deep in your in your lizard brain part of your body. Like this is good. I love it. It made the loud clang I like. Like two rocks hitting each other. It just has that clang, <laughs> exactly. and you're like, yes, yes, we can kill the mammoths with this. <laughs> we can bring food to our village with we this. We can use we can use this to protect the fire. Good. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what it's like. Exactly. That's why I always think of fire when I when I hear it. I'm like, fire. (laughs) Yeah, man. I the kendo stick is like, it's just wild that it's like the closest we can allow to having like a sword in the ring. Oh yeah. You know, like I mean, symbolically, it looks cool. You can be. It's like the closest you'll get to a wrestling ninja, and I do respect that. And I will say, it is the worst like blood blister welt I've ever had in my entire life. Imagine a welt, if you will, that is about a millimeter thin, but it's like so sharply cut and also two feet long. And it was the worst thing that's ever happened. Shoulder to hip, all across the back, like. Just a perfect diagonal line cut you perfectly in half. The thing that's always crazy to me too, though, is when the one thing I like about a a kendo stick is when they just get into a whale session and like, it's just someone who's like, has just like, I'm going all the way until it breaks. And you're like, Oh, I hope, I hope you're buying beers tonight. I hope beers are on you. Cause that's, that's not cool to do to your friend. And I really hope you're like, Hey, we got a bottle of Jack in the back for you if you, uh, after this, like, yeah, all right, let's go. Gonna need it. I'm locking in chairs, though. It is the iconic wrestling weapon. It, it is. I, I agree with you. All right, we'll move chairs on. We'll go up against either the other iconic wrestling item, tables, or the special item. So this is where 
maybe a, a wrestler has a particular piece to their ensemble that they use. So uh, Jake the Snake Roberts had a snake. Um, I probably should have. That's more of the last thing you mentioned to people. I don't know why it's the first thing. Yeah, first that's, one. Yeah, but you, you mean that time that he had a cobra bite Macho Man Randy Savage? Yeah, he just wrapped him up and it was like, is he going to bite me? He's like, I think he's. we're going to try to get him to bite you. And they're like, well, he doesn't have fangs, right? And he's like, well, he doesn't have venom. He's got fangs. <laughs> um, like, just imagine finding out last minute. Cody, you and I, you and I are like great friends and we're setting up this performance piece together. And I'm like, hey, I think what would really elevate the performance is if I brought a snake into it. And you were like, I mean, I guess maybe, but like, it doesn't have venom, right? No, it obviously doesn't have venom. Oh, then, it, like, so then it doesn't okay. have its fangs. Yeah, I think that's how it works. <laughs> and then you show up day of performance. No new, no, you have not seen the snake yet. But you, and then all of a sudden it gets out and you're like, those are fangs. That's my arm. Yeah, and we're gonna try to get it to bite you. We're gonna we're gonna rub some snake pheromones on you just to really get this thing riled up. Yeah, I, real what? horny for it. Wait, <laughs> but it, for sure, you know the whole time, every step of the way, Macho's like, but he doesn't have fangs, right? Like it doesn't. Ha it's just gonna bite me, and it's gonna feel like pressure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're yeah. definitely not gonna bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve hours later, just blood everywhere. <laughs> the second he sees a snake and see its fangs, he's like. This was the dumbest fucking decision I've ever made. Why did I agree to this? So yeah, we're talking special items like snakes or the beautiful diamond ring or the boom box. Things of this nature. The other classic, uh, Paul Bear's urn. The urn from Paul Bear, of course. You know, so And not a Paul not a Paul Bearer who's carrying an urn. The man, Paul Bearer, who has an urn that he carries around that controls a dead undertaker. It's not hard to follow, guys. You guys, this is pretty basic stuff. It's not complicated. He As uses he uses a man, his name's Paul Bearer, and he uses a magical urn to control a dark wizard. What do you not understand about this? God, people make it sound like wrestling's so complicated and so that the lore is too deep. It's like, you guys, it's just a man. His name is Paul Bearer. And yes, the urn controls the most unstoppable force known to mankind. Yeah. I'm so I don't know where I don't know where you're getting lost. <laughs> Tell Here's me which thing. part along the way. There's never been a chant in a crowd saying, we want urn, we want urn. But anytime there's a hardcore match, there will be a we want tables chant. Every time. Because, once again, that crack. Oh, it's so good. It's the, so the, satisfying. It's so, not only is it auditorily satisfying, seeing the wood and splinters fly everywhere. It yep. really gets that lizard brain going again. It really does. Well, it's also because, like, once again, you know, as a wrestling fan, you deal with a lot of people who want to be like, wrestling's not real. And you're like, well, going through a table is. Evidence over here. That table, it, it was a table. We could have held a banquet on it. But now <laughs> we cannot because they just put someone through it. Yeah. That So now no there more is, table for us. There is a, there's no way you can get around the fact that falling – 12 feet off a ladder through a table is a real feat of athleticism. And yeah, <laughs> I also... is it better that they went through the table? Cause it slowed their fall. Yes, absolutely. The table at this point serves a safety function, yeah. but I can turn that <laughs> off and use my gremlin brain to be like, yes, kill the man. What do you think the first person who was like, man, I'm really nervous about falling off this ladder. I don't, I'm really scared. I don't know if I'm, I like, I know I can try to land right, but I don't know. I just wish there was like something we could put to like slow me down just a little bit, you know, so I'm not taking the full weight of my body onto the ring. Once again, the ring, just in case anyone, if you're not a wrestling fan, that's just plywood. 
it's just pl- like loose, like kind of, str- um, it's a big, it's big piece of plywood with like a tarp over it, essentially. And with like a, the, the, there's like maybe a foam. There's not a thin really foam. A yeah, not much. Yeah. Not much. And it's like also very, like the reason why it makes a lot of noise because it's hollow. So like, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt landing. So they were like, well, I mean, we could put something under, we can't put like a pillow down. Could put a table, <laughs> I guess. A table? Would that be, he's like, I think hitting a table would be better than hitting the mat first. All right. Your choice. Like, what a uh, wild thing and to it propose. And then, but it changed history. There are finishing moves designed around the table spot. The 3D, the 1D, you got all these jumps through tables. You got power bombs through the shield. Without the table, we wouldn't have the shield at the level we did today. It's true. It's true. The one thing that I always, because wrestling is all about gimmick matches. And one of the, I do think one of the worst gimmick matches though is a tables match where the idea is that you have to send your opponent through a table. And the only way to win is to put your opponent through a table. Because you want to know what happens more times in table matches than doesn't? You put yourself through a table. (laughs) So dumb. Like you're, you're, it's like, all right, I'm going to put this table in a corner and I'm clearly going to throw the person through the corner. But you know what the best way to do that would be? If I try to spear them into that table and then they just step aside and your dumbass goes head for that's the one problem with tables in wrestling is that anytime you watch a human being, when you watch one of the wrestlers set up a table, the odds that it's for a move that they're going to do to themselves is so much higher than it is that someone's going to take that table, which also that makes sense and seems to be fair. If like, Hey, I'd rather not. I'd rather put myself through a table that I have a little more control over the situation than someone it. who's like, "Can I power bomb you through this table?" I'd be like, "I prefer you don't." <laughs> I don't. I don't trust you as much as I trust myself. Yeah. I completely understand. I think tables are iconic, but the issue is, I think they've been done to death. There's no. There is no spot I've not seen now with tables. I, it would be. It, it, it is inconceivable to me that I'm going to see someone do something I've never seen before at the table. I've seen but you three... got new specialty weapons coming out all the time. Here's my only thing with specialty weapons. I was like, if you're a wrestler, you should start your, that should be day one of character design is like, what special weapon am I going to have? Mm-hmm. A lot of wrestlers don't have special weapons. Don't know why you would build your character without it. It seems silly to me. There's a guy, there's a guy who's machine goes... gun. Chris, what's your special weapon? <laughs> Let me introduce you to my machine gun. <laughs> they, they call me a uh, stabs a lot. Tony, what's, <laughs> what's your special weapon? Well, I have a lot of knives on my, <laughs> you know, that instead of fringe, I just have a bunch of switchblades that That'd just be hang so down. Fucking, radical. Be fucking sick. It would be fucking sick. But also, yeah, I'm going to stab some people. <laughs> like, I love that the only way it can be a weapon is like, it has to be so absurd that they're like, well, one day when we use that, that'll be fun. That'll be that'll be silly enough for us to utilize. Except for I am the camel man. What? I ride yeah. out on a camel every time. Yeah, we'll let that go. Yeah. What are they gonna that. what are they gonna do with this camel? Yeah, yeah. He can he can use the camel whenever he wants. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Ah, uh, this is actually hard. It's we got the iconic nature of both these things. I'm just like, I don't I'm not tired of tables because I do understand their safety purpose and their I mean, part of my brain just loves it. But I don't know if the innovation in the table space is there. I at this point, I, I think what's what's tough about tables too is like like you said, we've seen it all. 
I've seen three tables tacked on each other and then a human being go through three tables, which mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't even that like you're watching that you're watching people build these death contraptions. You're like, I don't you don't have to, though. Hey, because like that's the only thing is like when it's like I haven't like the I feel like the concern with wrestling is always like I can't even imagine. And then when you see someone do something that you couldn't imagine, it's because, well, I didn't think death was an option. Yeah, right. I, I took death do. out of the equation, things that would kill another human. But I see here you have no you don't care about your own life. So yeah, I guess do that. Set that up then. Whatever this death, Hell yeah. this death trap you have inspired for yourself. Uh, I think I'm locking in special item. It's such a good kill shot. You know it's important. It's almost they're almost all at the level of the ringo. One step beneath, but they're all up there. There, no one really has a special weapon that is weak. It's no, 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 no. I mean, even y'all, the damage that socks do in WWE. We didn't even talk about socks. Socks is socks is violence. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm with you here. I think I'll move special item on as well. So we have special item going up against the chair. Now, I think the thing with the chair. I love a chair. I love a chair just being used as just a wheel, a wild, like I'm going to wield this like a bat and just start mm-hmm. and just tee off on someone. But I also like that the chair can be a modifier for your own moves, right? If yep. you want to spike someone's head down onto it, you're like, oh, yep, that's worse now. You just made it worse. I love no one else does this besides John, and I wish you would do it more. But I like when when John just sits two ta- two chairs down. Sits them right across from each other. Says, "Let's just hit each other." <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah, we got to think about what the chairs bring to the table. Not only does it bring pain, it brings a nice little respite for the people in the middle of the match. <laughs> they can catch their breath while they slap the shit out of each other. Yeah, just need to take. I just need a minute. I just need one minute, please. I'm just gonna. Yep, I'm gonna sit down here. I the thing I like about the special item, I think, is all of the contrived ways in which getting the special item to the person. Oh, yeah. Because usually, you know, if you're a smart wrestler, you'd be like, hey, I'm going to ask that you don't bring your diamond ring that could punch me and hurt me in the face. You can't use it. It's like, all right, I won't do it. It's against the rules. I understand. Wink, wink. And then it's like the ways in which you see people bring items out and like where they've hidden them. Where they are in the, or, you know, do they have to have someone else come and bring it to them and risk that person getting fired? Yeah. Mick Foley always had a sock in his groin. I don't know what it was doing down there. We can all speculate, but you'd always pull it out and then stick it in your mouth and you're done. It's over after that. I love that. That one also felt like it was so much about like the stink of the sock too. Like, yes, pressing your tongue down. Imagine the saltiness of it. Yeah. (laughs) Pressing your tongue down and like forces you, like you can't swallow or anything that you, that's bad. But also, you have a grown man's sock in, uh, and, and a man who doesn't look like he has showered or cleaned. And I don't think, I think for the longest time, McFoley was like, oh, yeah, I didn't wash that shirt. He's like, it looked gross. I didn't want to. <laughs> it was a gross looking shirt. I don't we didn't, yeah. Why would I want it to look clean? I, if I clean it, it's going to wipe all the gross off. Why would I do something so silly? <laughs> so so just... I got the, So I, where do you keep the sock? I keep it just, I basically wrap it around my balls and taint. Yeah. Keep it down there. So it's right there. It's not going to move. I got my trunks on under it, so it's not moving. Just stuck right there. It's catching all my ball stink and my gooch air, and then I take it out, and I stick it in your mouth. Yeah, God, your mouth. The fact that people agreed to let that happen, I would rather take a chair shot than that. I'm saying, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, well, it's a, you know, it's a respect thing. Like, Mick Foley let me throw him off a cage, so the least I can do is let him stick his nasty ball sock in my mouth. And I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> that's a weird trade. 
That's a very, <laughs> that's a very weird trade to make in life. Like I love you to death, Cody. Not a chance. What you've is the done exchange? A, you've what's done, the exchange rate on ball socks? Is what we've done. To figure some out. of the best things for me. You, I know you helped set up my bachelor party. You stood by my side at my wedding. I know if I needed a kidney and you were a match, I know without you wouldn't hesitate. I know that, and I and I love you for that. But if on the day we're about to do surgery, like, hey man, just um, I'm I'm happy to give you my kidney. Like you know that. But I was wondering if in return I could stick my ball sock in your mouth <laughs> i would go i don't need that kidney that much <laughs> i'm all right without it dog. you know and i think i'm gonna be fine no no sir you need it you're you're gonna die i'll take it <laughs> i can't have this i can't you know you don't want my gooch stank up in your mind nose Let's that's go. that's forever you never you would never not know what your friend's <laughs> ball sock smells like do you get that do you get how like you know how like um, like a smell can just take you back somewhere, right? You smell, you smell fresh baked bread, and you're like, I'm at my grandma's house, and like I, I'm remembering all these great times playing, uh, you know, crossword puzzles with her. You, you'd step into any locker room in America and be like, Oh no, 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 <laughs> the pain. I've been here before. The pain. Why? Not only the smell, the taste. As soon as you hit that smell, that taste is gonna come flooding back. It's forever. It's forever. And he never had to take it. That's the thing. Uh. He was. Taking That's a it? level of control over a man. He what did, did it to everybody too. Everyone. everyone, everyone took it, and I'm like, respect. I get it, but I'm just like, I don't want your, your ball sock. Why does it have? Do you know? I wonder how many times I was like, you're gonna like, you got like a fresh sock somewhere, right? Like you got where you just like, it's like in your back pocket. He's like, yeah, it's somewhere. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry get about you a it. New one. I'm get you a new one. <laughs> I oh man, I just I like the the thing I like about special item the most though is really just the compliment to the character. But I just, once again, I'm like, feels like more of you should have a weapon. If I knew that one person comes out with a weapon, I would always come out with. Well, that's the issue is that like MJF with his beautiful diamond ring makes sense. He's you know, MJF. He earned it. He's a cocky prick. William Regal with the brass knuckles makes sense. But you can't just be stab Tony. Tony the stab guy. <laughs> like that doesn't work. Stabs a lot, Tony. That's all. Yeah. yeah, no, you got, no, you have to be clever about it. Like I would be like, I'm the geologist and I would have a bag of rocks and I would use those rocks and I would, I would bash in skulls with my rocks. That's got to work. Do you remember when wrestling was just weird professions? That was so fucking cool. Like I'm the ice cream man. That's such a wild era of wrestling to just be like, that's when, see that must, I feel like we just missed the part where people got tired of like, Oh you're going to do a weird job so you can get a weird weapon with it. Is that why you're like, I'm the ice cream man. I'm a scoop your eyeballs out, you know? And they're like, Oh, I'm the yeah. big boss, man. I got a nightstick. That's what they were doing back then. Yeah. It's just like, that's all wrestling was. It's just like looking at jobs and be like, I wonder what weapon I'd get if I chose. One that. guy um, wanted to have big Buffalo horns. So we played Mantar. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. So we're like, all right, I'm just, I'm I hope we never get back to that. You can't base your gimmick around a weapon you want to use, everyone. We're done with that. Yeah, that's why. I, what are you locking in? Where are you at? This is tough. I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, like wrestling without chairs doesn't feel like wrestling. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying? Iconic. Like you could I, I could live without snakes and ball socks, but chairs 
I'm gonna take away chairs. Now the you? chair is key, and it's got so much potential. And you always know when someone grabs a chair, it's about to go down, dude. So and yeah, just I'm when you think, chairs. just when you think you're like, like with tables, like I've seen all I can do with a chair. Then I don't know who figured this one out, but a chair fits perfectly in between the ropes. So now I can just stick a chair in the ropes, and I'll throw you in a fucking chair into the ropes. I'm like, love genius. it, love it. I'm locking in chair. It's chairs, baby. Don't you? Is it? That's got to be one of the best parts about being a wrestling fan, though, is the moment you are surprised by a murderous weapon being used. You're like, oh, yeah, so creative. Oh, my God. What a genius in the ring. <laughs> like, I'm Kenny Omega is doing his projects to make these barbed wire like sleep beds. Yeah. And then uh, other than that, he's got like a wall like from sunny Philadelphia. And he's just like, I'm going to find the newest way to hurt. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, brilliant, sir. Brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Thank you. I love it. I got my like golf clapping because someone put their head through a chair. Way to go. I never I never would have thought I could seen that. No, nope. the 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 level of artistry on display tonight is superb. Ma- superb. Magnific magnificent violence, gentlemen. Magnificent. magnificent violence. Thank you. That is it, folks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. You want about your boys? A few things that you can do. As always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're uh, listening to this, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe. And wherever you're seeing our posts, make sure you're hitting that like button and follow us as well. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a sweet 16-style tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, do that. Uh, do it right now. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro term. No, Nick, shut up. Do it right now. Email us right now. We want emails. I'll fight you. I don't know. Hey, also, I don't know who of you use the friendly comp email to get to send us spam, but I'm not a fan of you, Debbie. I know who you are. <laughs> or I know your name because you are assuming that's your name, but I don't know why I'm getting a bunch of scam emails for Debbie, but I'm, that wasn't cool, guys. Hey, <laughs> that's not why we hand out an email address is for you to do not use our email address to sign up for fake accounts. I get it. We want to be cool, but I've already signed up for a lot of free trials using the friendly comp email so you so now his his stuff's getting lost in the yeah air. so like i can't have y'all doing that as well it's just not gonna work you gotta go make up your own podcast so you can get your own fake email address if you don't mind shout out to charizard for that intro outro music you want to hear more of their stuff head over to Bandcamp. type in charizard replace the vowels with sixes that's going to be it for us folks we got a new episode on monday but until then i've been nick carry and i'm cody lena see you on the boat